welcome on back to another Jackrabbit Illustrated podcast presented by the Kubota dealers of South Dakota, Culver's of Brookings and Watertown, Jackrabbit Central, and Cubby's Sports Bar and Grill. In this episode, the B team sit down to discuss the upcoming game with UND sold out at the Dana J. Dykehouse Stadium. Here's Ben and Brendan. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the B Team on Jackrabbit Illustrated Twitter or X, and uh, as well as the Jackrabbit Illustrated Facebook and the FFN YouTube channel. Thanks for joining us here tonight at eight thirty on a Monday when there's two Monday night football games going on. Which obviously Ben and I talked about last week. We're obviously going to beat two Monday night football games tonight again because why wouldn't we? But Thank you, everybody, for joining us here. Big, uh, it was, there was a lot that went on in the FCS this weekend. Um, Chad got back from his European tour. Um, he was playing tennis in the open circuit over there, for those of you who are wondering. Welcome in Zurich, Chad. I was not in Zurich, but thank you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> welcome to Zurich. No, it says welcome back, but anyway. Zeruk, Zeruk, I don't know. Oh, oh, Maybe okay. I said it wrong. Sorry, I thought. You know, sometimes things are lost in translation. They are pronunciation. Like, bad. like last time when I went to Oktoberfest and I accidentally ate rabbit, thought it was cheese. You know. <laughs> so tell us about oh, easy mistake. Should we talk? Aza, Aza. They they do sim- sound similar when you have an untrained ear. So, uh-huh. we do need to talk about our title sponsors. Kubota of South the Kubota dealers of South Dakota. Um, thank you to them again for being our title sponsors at Jack Rabbit Illustrated for the B team, A team, and the website and blog posts. Um, Kubota dealers of South Dakota, they have eight different locations across the state to service all your needs you may have for your acreage, um, all the way from lawn tractors all the way up to larger equipment, skid steers snow blowers the works uh attachments they've got it all um, if you want some quality equipment go ahead and start look, look for some orange and you can get zero percent for 84 months so oh that, no that that's a sheesh that's yeah. a, 84 months that's uh yeah. many much Just years straight from the horse's mouth john collie like, man you need to help me find a used one because and they have you know, talking horses everybody everybody knows how cheap i am so he's like <laughs> Bro, just buy a new one. It's like free money. It is. It's it's free real estate. Anyway. So how was Germany, Chad? And the the Bar. And the, the Republic. And you you almost met up with Gerlach from the hair razors. Yeah, and... we were trying to make that happen and it didn't. I was a little sad that that didn't happen, but he ended up in a different tent and didn't I don't know. He was just set where he was at, and I get that. So we didn't even get to meet up, and uh, yeah, he had a good time. He was at the tent that I I was at uh, the first night. He was in that tent, the hacker tent, the first night that he was there, and then mm-hmm. the second night he was there. I was there for the first night. So if that makes any sense, um, yeah, yeah, we had a blast though, man, and we parted down. I I wish I could pull up my x live uh posts but they disappear i guess so uh i got some how many many miles is it there like in in the air yeah yeah from here to 
Can I just tell you in hours? Roughly. <laughs> All right, sure. Because I don't know how many miles. Miles and like, hours. It's, it's, so we flew, we flew into Denver, and then from Denver to Munich was like nine and three quarters hours. And then on the way back, we, we flew from um, Vienna to Frankfurt, and then Frankfurt to Chicago, which was nine and a half hours. So, like, I started out what would be 4.30 Sunday, their time would have been 9.30 Saturday for y'all, got back at 11.30 last night. So so the Rev jumping in says, it's roughly 5,000 miles from Galveston to Germany. Let's go with that because it'll be close-ish enough. So you went, you both traveled 5,000 miles and it got separated by a couple hundred feet. At the finish. <laughs> I mean, actually, we were probably separated by a few hundred meters. Oh, my God. Listen, if I wanted to speak Canadian, we'd be talking hockey right now. I did. I did meet up with a Winnipeg Jets fan while I was in the tents. Did you? Oddly enough. Yeah. yeah. Did, did you yeah. tell him you knew an American Winnipeg Jets fan? Yeah. He was surprised. I bet he was. I was like, you can't even buy, you can't even buy like Winnipeg gear anywhere in Toronto at the museum, and they're like, nope. So, (laughs) how many days of drinking did you do in a row? Well, I mean, drink every day. Yeah, how many days was it? Well, ten. Ten days. So let's go. We're a betting. uh, We have a betting theme on our show. Yeah, I sure. want to guess how many pints did you order pints most of the time? Pints of beer. Um, it's not England, so it's half liters and liters. Oh my bad. So, uh, how many liters of beer do you think uh, at over ten days? A liter that's like the tall. That's their like tall that's beer, right? The mass, like the big, yeah, which yeah, the big. I don't the have big one. one sitting here. Mass. We're in Mexico now. No, uh, so the German word for measure is M-A-S-S or Moss. So like oh, that's gotcha. a one measurement, the one liter of beer, the Moss. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. So 10 days, I'm going to go. Jeez, you probably racked up a lot, though. Over, you know, it wasn't under, as much as you let's, think, though. Let's put, let's put the over-under at 80. Brendan, you think over-under? Over under of eighty. That's eighty liters, like 80 full. Li- that so the tall ones. It was ten days. I'm gonna go under slightly because yeah. I know Chad. I I listened to Hair Razors. They had said Chad had said his record was eight in the day. Oh, that was your record. Yeah, yeah. Have you, you suck at setting lines? I just made bank. I forget eight how big they are. Like so, three point yeah, eight liters is a. They are really big. Okay, if I, this eight is half a pints. How about eight half pints? Eighty half it makes pints. Makes my hands look. We like still, half we still aren't half doing liters. pints, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> We're really hung up on the pints thing. All anyways, right. <laughs> anyways, welcome back. Welcome Thanks. back. We do. Um, Brian Thompson brings up uh, the <laughs> the poll. We'll get there. Oh, we'll get there. I, I think is there some it, controversy? Controversy? I think it's a. I I just think this would be uh, a good week to bring back the rip on Craig Haley. Yes. Let's not talk about Craig's poll. Well, his, 
he deserves the his his poll's not good. He deserves the scrutiny and, of his poll. Yes, Jesse Royston uh, brings up a. You good have to point. look at oh, it under gonna, the microscope. We're talk about football. Let's do that. Uh, so yes, there is a football game this weekend. There is. Uh, we play UND, the Hawks. Um, coward. <laughs> the uh, the Fighting Hawks, <laughs> and we will get to that at some point. We have a lot of yes. other uh, games to uh, Actually, recap on that. On what the game? On the UND matchup, I took some notes. Which whoa! I don't. Well, take you sound like you're on the A team now. Brandon. I know. Look at whoa, whoa! Yeah, what is hey, this? We you trying to get? Swear at me. You trying I'm, to get promoted or what? I'm gonna I mean, say I didn't F-bombs do that till I till I had to up my said. game and play with Matt. <laughs> Matt said, <laughs> "Podfather said shit in front of his kids." I couldn't believe it. Right. <laughs> I, I almost fainted. And then he had to turn the screen off. I'm sure he was whooping them in the background. And they then they were gone after that. <laughs> Just a black screen in here. <laughs> yeah, that would have been amazing if he didn't go on mute. <laughs> that would have been good. Oh my god. Um but anyway, we will get to the UND game. Uh first we want to recap the games that happened this last week. Um, obviously we didn't have a game, so we don't have that to talk about. Uh, but we do have our picks to talk about and I went, I was seven and 18. So you, you would, you would have been right. Seven, 18 and one, you would have been right to, uh, fade me. However, if you would have done that, you would have lost a bunch of money because this week I turned it around. I went eight and three. Brendan had a good week too. He went seven and four, but I did gain one on him. Yeah, so we got back on the right side of the picks this week. Um, we'll talk about the Valley games first that happened. Lindenwood lost to Illinois State, 48-17. Um, Illinois State's an interesting team this year. I think that, you know, in a, a year where we're not totally sure who's that kind of 3-4-5 position in the Valley, I mean, I think I think we're fairly certain that Southern Illinois is still up there. Um, but, uh, outside of them, you know, is it, is it Illinois state? Is it UND? Um, I think it's still to be seen, especially now that with UNS struggling. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if Illinois state can kind of take that, um, you know, that three or four spot in the Valley. Um, any comments on that game, Brennan? Uh, no, <laughs> good. We'll move on then. Uh, Missouri State takes care of Utah Tech, fifty-nine to fourteen. I did say take the over in that one, so I get credit for that. But unfortunately, I picked Utah Tech. Brennan took Missouri State. Um, can't take much out of that one. Obviously, Missouri State's expected to win that game. Um, Southern Utah whooped up on Western Illinois as we expected, thirty-seven to seventeen. Didn't cover as by, by as much as we thought they would probably. Um, interesting CAA game. Uh, New Hampshire lost to Delaware. Delaware won twenty nine to twenty five. Wish we could have watched it. I know that being. I actually, I really wanted to in the fourth quarter. I was like, like I saw how close it was, and then get to thank your aunt Flo for that. Yeah, I remembered that. There's no way I'm gonna pay for Flow Sports. So heavy flow. Did not watch that one. Um, <laughs> Idaho and Sac State was a very entertaining game. Oh, it was awesome. Um, I'm interested. Did the 
did the spread on that one flip all the way to Idaho minus three? Because people were saying it was a bad beat. But there was tons of people that said it flipped to Montana State by three and a half, or I mean Idaho, Idaho by three and a half. I saw a lot of that. Oh, okay. So uh, that makes sense because I was confused because yeah. when we picked the line earlier in the week, it was at plus three. I mean, even like a, a day or two before the game, it was at plus three um, for Idaho. And so people right. must have rightly so been betting on Idaho. And uh, yeah, Idaho ended up getting the late touchdown in that one to win 36 to 27. Yeah, I mean, if, mm-hmm. if they were favored by three, then that was an incredibly bad beat for Sac State betters. Um yeah. Because I guess for those of you that don't know, uh, Idaho took the lead by three late. Sac State um, was trying to end a game play, and they fumbled, and set, Idaho picked it up, and uh, and they took it in for a touchdown. I mean, I would have thought that Idaho would have scored way more points than that. I would have thought it would be less close. Sac State's defense was legit. Um, everybody, and I had somebody jump on me when I said that Sac State and Idaho look like two really good teams. Um, and they said, or are they really two really bad teams? Because everybody has the image of Sac State in their mind of them falling apart in the playoffs, inflated record because of big sky scheduling and stuff like that. This was not the case. Like they, You're playing at Idaho, who we've seen as a really good team. Um, they've proved it. Um, this did not look like the Sac State team of the past. Like they were physical. Um, They're pretty chippy. Uh, the refs kind of let that game get out of hand quick. Uh, there was there was some stuff both ways. There's a lot of they were letting some late hits on slides go on um, McCoy and. But those were two real teams. Um, I think Sac wins if it's in Sacramento. You know, so I don't. Sacramento State, I was a doubter of them going into that game. And in my poll, I think I actually moved them up if you compared it to my poll the week before. They ended up actually being higher after that performance for me because they proved more in my eyes than they did in the earlier part of their schedule. Yeah, I I mean, I think those two teams are firmly in the top 10 um, of the FCS without a doubt. Sac State's a, a tough team. Um, and I think both of those teams have a chance to be um, right at the top of the big, big sky, along with Montana State. Um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, it's going to be a, a tough, it's, it's a huge one for Idaho, um, just in, in as far as a chance at getting a seed. Um, because, you know, it, when you've got Montana State there, you know, how many seeded big sky teams are there going to be? Um, it'd be interesting to see three, but. Uh, yeah. Well, that... they they both play Montana State, and Montana right. State has to be on the road for both of them in back to back weeks. So, um, I, I want to see like those to... games. Those are going to be fun to watch. I'm looking for forward sure. To it's it's too bad Cam Scadabo moved on because I would have liked to see what he looked like in that game because I think that would have been a a difference maker for them. Oh, for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. and any player of that caliber in a game that close, that makes a huge difference. But it's kind of one of those things, you know, I mean, you, you wish he was there, but it's kind of the same thing as like the Incarnate Word guy saying, yeah. well, I have I have UIW ranked this high because they're FBS, this many FBS transfers. <laughs> and I think Lawrence Smith jumped in and said, 
you know what you call FBS transfers that are playing in the FCS? FCS, FCS players. players. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it it's one of those things of I guess if ifs and buts were candied nuts. Yeah, and it just comes with the territory nowadays with the transfer portal. So we're gonna yeah. see that happening all over the place. Guys are gonna Yeah, and like like Cats twenty five oh six says Idaho plays on the red turf next week. We will talk about that game shortly. Uh moving on, we've got Montana State whooped up on Weber State forty to zero at Weber State. That's an embarrassing result. I know Montana State's yeah. a very good team, but Weber State, I mean that's a that's a rough result for them. Their offense just got dominated all game. Yeah. And honestly, I watching Montana State run from under center as much as they did, like they looked they're they're I don't want to say that their offense looked better, but boy, seemed like it had more potential to be less unbalanced from the way they ran it in that game. And and for a second after half, it looked like there was a possibility that that game could have gone similar to the one in Brookings and where, except Montana state got the ball three and out and then Weber gets it and they started to do a little bit of something. And it was like, well, maybe, maybe the, we have Montana state has a problem finishing. And then that wasn't the case anymore. And once they stopped that drive, you could just tell that game was over. I switched Mm -hmm. channels at that point. Yeah. They ran away with that one. Um, and then Eastern Washington with a big win over UC Davis, uh, 27 to 24, um, puts them in a really good spot going forward. And it'll be interesting to see if they can keep that momentum. Um, like we just yeah. said, they've got a big game against Idaho um, upcoming. Furman took care of Mercer like we thought they would, 38-14. Um, that line at seven and a half seemed like pretty easy line and they they showed it they won by 24 um samford got whooped by chattanooga for for a team that i mean they were in everybody's top 10 going into the season samford was and they've just haven't shown anything this year which has been really disappointing um because they they were supposed to be one of the top fcs teams not just anything. They've gotten hammered, hammered. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and one thing that I just want to go quick back to is Ron asked about uh, Sac State's running back, running for 255 yards before he got hurt. And then he says, or was that UC Davis? That was UC Davis. And honestly, watching that game, UC Davis was probably the better team. They just shot themselves in the foot. They, they shot their foot clean off. Um, and then their running back got hurt. And they they went for the game winning field goal and it got blocked and they were a disaster. Um but yeah, Samford or Samford, sorry, Samford. Um they whew, I mean if you're ranking Samford right now, like what is you doing? <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh no, baby, just... what is you doing? Speaking of a game winning field goal and shooting your foot off, Simo uh against Eastern oh my Kentucky. God. <laughs> Oh my God. Which was a big one for me because Brent, Brennan and I picked opposite in that one. Uh, I picked Eastern Kentucky. Simo had the ball late with the game tied. And then it was an interception or fumble, but late in their own territory. Um, set EKU up in perfect position for a game winning field goal. And then they proceeded to Eastern Kentucky ran a play without a timeout. So Eastern Kentucky had to run their field goal team on the on the field. 
they were rushing. They might not have got the snap off, but they did. And they somehow Simo calls a timeout before, right before they snap the ball to give Eastern Kentucky a a chance to take a breath, get set up and then kick the field goal. Uh, Honestly, Simo at this point needs to go see a doctor. (laughs) <laughs> because they can't finish like good god it has got to be really frustrating putting all that work and finish the game it's terrible i couldn't believe it i mean it, it sounded like it was a uh it was like an assistant coach that called the timeout or something because the head coach was like who who called the timeout um i don't know it sounds like they had a, a couple too many players on the field to trying to run them off but man uh yeah you just I don't know. That's a that's a rough rough deal there for them. Uh, but Eastern Kentucky with a big win there. Um, yeah, Dustin says Simo can't give you change for Dawes. They don't have four quarters in them. Um, well, I mean, honestly, off of that, I've been thinking this all week: is Western Illinois should change their name to Fifty Cent because they only give you two quarters yeah. worth of play. Like they're good for a half. They're close with everybody, and then they get blown away. <laughs> That's right. Uh, last game that we picked was Central Arkansas. Uh, they won over ACU big, fifty-two to seventeen. Um, yeah, wasn't much of a game there. So yeah, did much better in the picks this week. Let's see if we can keep it going. Um, do we want to go to top twenty-five? You want to read what our overall records are? Oh yeah, my overall record is fifteen twenty-one and one. Still not good. Uh, Brendan is 18, 17, and 1, above 500 on the year. Very nice. Whoop, whoop. Perfect. Gotta keep that train rolling down the tracks. <laughs> All right. So we've got who's, – whose poll is this? It's the, F, the FFN poll. Oh, is it? Yeah. I saw the Blue Bloods down there. I didn't know if it was anyway. – Oh, did, it does say Are that. you sure this is our poll, Chad? That's – I thought it was. Oh. All right, all right. Now we're now now. It's look. the blue bloods. It's the blue bloods. Oh, My bad. Jeez, oh, give me a hot second. <laughs> you know, I, he's he's. Had, we try to get know, this right walk, before the show, and this the travel. Is what, you're tired. I get it. While we're talking about uh, the top twenty-five, um, there, if you haven't been on Twitter or <laughs> X today, um, or the FCS Fans Nation Facebook page. There's a little bit of uh, of a stink controversy. Yeah, a controversy uh, in regards to Montana. Um, who, speaking of them, we should say that they got beat pretty handily by Northern Arizona. Yes, uh, the same Northern Arizona team that uh, lost to Utah Tech. Everybody. And uh, so Montana, like uh, at this point, they should be in nobody's top 25. If they're in the top 25, they should be at number 25. Um, so, Brendan, the floor is yours. You go ahead and talk about that. I mean, here's the problem I have with Montana being in, specifically if you're someone like Craig Haley, I, I mean, Greg Bailey, whatever. Um, you can tell he put them at 25 because he wanted clicks. Like in your poll is so influential and 
really matters. And people look at Craig, I guarantee you, a lot of these lazy slot voters that he has in his poll, look at his poll and then vote off based off of what his poll looks like. So when he decides to be cute and do something to piss people off, it's not funny. You you are going to affect things that matter for the playoffs. Stop being a douche. That shit's not funny. You're not fucking smart. Don't be a dumbass. This matters. You're going to you're him being a dick is going to cause kids who busted their asses all year to not make the playoffs because he was snarky and wanted to be funny and get clicks. That's not funny. That's not cool. You should lose your right to have a poll in general when it matters that much, and you pull that crap. And I hope you hear me, Craig, and I hope you make some shitty little remark on your stupid little Twitter account. I don't give a damn. Be an adult. Be a professional. Do your goddamn job. He'll just block you. I don't give a shit. <laughs> no, I know. I know. That's that's his I want him to move, print though. off the sheet of paper when he blocks me, and he can fold it up really small. And I'm not in, and he can put it somewhere because that's that bothers me. Like, there's the the whole country has these athletes out here busting their balls, and he's gonna screw with that because he wants to prove a little point. <laughs> Ooh, I got I get to be snarky online, I'm a snarky, smart reporter. All right, that's a fun gag to play, but you don't do it with the poll that matters. You can play that aloof, too smart guy with the rest of your crap, but don't do it with the poll that matters when the, you run that poll and you have that much, you have huge sway on the voters in there that you don't police, you don't do your job. It's obvious these people aren't just slot voting, they're slot voting and looking at box scores and records. And they're going, if you look at his poll, NDSU's like sick or NDSU. Montana's like 16th or something. That's absurd. That's they're, people looking at it and going to three and one. <laughs> Come on, man. There needs to be some integrity there. Yeah, they're they're ranked 18th in the stats poll right now. You know, and, 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 you, and you have that's yeah. disgraceful. Their wins, <laughs> their wins are against Butler, Utah Tech, Ferris State, and then they have a loss against Northern Arizona, who uh, that was Northern Arizona's first win. And previous week, Northern Northern Arizona had lost to Utah Tech 50 to 36. Like, and I feel bad for the guys, you know, like Jamie Williams and um, the Blue Bloods and Sam Herter, who put a ton of work in and put quality, high-end polls out there that, have truth and they back it up and they've watched the games and they care. But when you have people like Kevin Marshall out there sick pointing out that you have people voting in that poll that work for schools, like what, <laughs> what are we, what are we doing with that? Like, okay, let's, let's just open the vote up to the student section at SDSU and see what they think. Come on now. Like you need people who care about the subdivision enough to invest their time into it and actually do the research. And if anybody wants to put polls together, I was late for the FCS fan, the FFN poll this week, full disclosure. I did fill it out. Um, I will be posting what I did this week 
and all that stuff because I want to have some integrity behind myself, unlike most of the stats voters who are cowards. Um, but I just, I, I don't, it's, it's so frustrating that you have people not putting the effort in. And if you, ah, that's what I was going to say. If you want to go and these people, if you're listening and you're offended, good. I hope you are. You should look in the mirror and be embarrassed. But beyond that, go into um, anygivensaturday.com every weekend on Saturday and then Sunday. One of the top threads on there is how they fared. And if you click on that, it's a Google sheet and it goes through their top 25. You don't have to follow it, but it also gives another uh, almost a 40, 45-ish, top 45-ish teams that receive votes in the poll, which is pretty consistent with the rest of the polls out there because those guys pay a lot of attention and it tells you how the teams performed who they played and all that stuff and zach's got zach's probably like jesus christ um (laughs) we did have um, your pull up just a second it is a it is a handy resource uh for anybody who's voting if you're listening um it go into the how they fared you can click on the team it'll pull up their results this season who they played you can click on each one of those it'll bring up the box score you can see how good the teams were it's worth a gander if anybody wants a tool to look at as a handy pocket guide but um that's my no. tirade for that i even wow i dropped an f bomb with feeling there sorry yes, Matt. you did <laughs> well uh, so God. and the real problem is it matters it's slot voting right and so it's it's people that they they assume that montana is going to be really good and then they have a problem taking them out once they show that they're not good yes Um, and you know it it's one thing to have them at 25 but for the whole the poll as a whole to have them at 18 means that there are some people that are still voting them probably close to the top 10 if not in the top 10 which right. is insane. Like you have to have some integrity, like you're saying. And mm-hmm. in part of that is posting your poll. And I think that, you know, there's probably plenty of people in that, that, that submit a poll there that would be embarrassed mm-hmm. to put their poll out there because like you said, they just don't pay attention to the games enough to really know what's going on. Uh, they just simply I'm sure they look at the records and they say, oh, Montana's three and one. Well, they they're probably a top 15 team. Uh, I mean, because it would be easy to do that. And it's just a lazy you know, way out. And I'm sure a lot of them take that because they probably don't care much about it, like you said. So, well, it's faster. Like yeah. when I put my poll together for FCS Fans Nation, minimum 45 minutes that I am spending then after the games are done after i've looked at and watched games and that's i'm i know nothing compared to what you know blue puts in for blue bloods and herder and jamie williams but even i'm putting in an hour for a fan poll for our fan network did you just call and, zach blue yeah blue bloods i know yeah. <laughs> people call him that all the time blue i didn't yeah. know that you my boy blue He's watching. Like he gets it. it. Um, I think they do, and if they don't, I made it up, and I like it. Um, <laughs> if they don't, they should. <laughs> if they don't, they're gonna. It's gonna be a thing. BT Mafia is making it happen. Um, but yeah, the the problem with slot voting it it's so easy to do. 
and it's so ingrained in people from the BCS because that was such a thing, right? When people watched the BCS and FB, when FBS had BCS rankings, there was like a calculus like, oh, this team lost, so they dropped three spots. Well, the problem is, is that screws over teams who were unranked at the beginning of the season. It puts all this weight in a preseason poll that is at best an educated guess at how the season's going to turn out. And you end up so married to it that you still see its its fingerprints on your standings at the end of the season, and they shouldn't. It shouldn't matter. But it's so easy to go, oh, just let's slide the slide the up and down or over and across like we're on a giant abacus because I can go ding, 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 ding. All right, submitted my poll. Like yeah. it's just laziness and it's hidden behind a uh, and it's hidden behind an excuse mentality. Like we love, we love Joe DeLeon and Sean Anderson, but when you're, at least they had them lower. Like I wouldn't be oh, this no, mad. Joe. I wouldn't be this mad if, if stats had them 23, 24, 25, exactly. like it was expected. Right. But 18. And for people who don't understand, like you were saying, that means there's votes at the top, right? Mm-hmm. Because, for people who don't know, the rankings are based off of points that you get for each slot, and each vote is worth Waited. so many points wherever they are, and then that's how you get ranked. Um, so, like you said, there had to be people way higher. Like, oh yeah. my god, what are we doing? Uh, like, like Seth Meyer said, the AGS poll is really good. Um, a lot of voters post their polls on there and defend their rankings of scrutiny. Um, Highly recommend that one. And then also, obviously, the one we have up on the screen here, the FCS Fans of Nation poll. Um, all the guys that submit on that uh, are just diehard FCS guys that pay a lot of attention to a lot of games, and they know what they're talking about. And um, the I'm sure every one of them would defend their their ballot um, right. if anybody had any issues with it. So. Having said that, the top 25, as it sits on FCS Fans Nation, um, which should be the uh, number, the the FCS poll uh, that that is followed um, by, you know, whether it's a playoff committee or whatever. But um, we've got SDSU at one, followed by NDSU, Montana State, Idaho, and Holy Cross. Um, And then Southern Illinois is in there at number nine. UND is at 13. And I think... Uh, Youngstown State's at 21. That is it for Valley teams. Um, so, yeah, big matchup, number one versus number 13, um, as far as this ballot goes for SDSU this week. Yeah. Um, and just to point out how much work uh, that, that Zach puts in, I know Chad had it up here a couple times. He said he hadn't submitted his ballot before 10 p.m. Sunday night because he was stressing out over it. Um Zach does it for a living, so he's working on it all day Sunday. So it's crazy. Um, but <sighs> that's enough on the poll. It's gonna. You know, I'm gonna have high blood pressure and an eye twitch. Yeah. <laughs> In the end, it it'll work out. But like it will. Eh. It will. But like you said, I mean, if they have met 18 now, and they it does matter. Yeah, it does because it. it whoever if a team plays them and beats them, it looks way better having them at 18 versus at 25 or even out of the poll like they should be. So it, it matters a lot. And and one more thing, 
if you're a Grizz fan, one of the ones who are soft enough to tell me to get Montana's name out of my mouth, if you expect us to feel bad for you and back off, let me tell you what my dad used to tell me. If you want sympathy, look in the dictionary. It's right in between shit and syphilis. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, this is we're gonna have to belongs. mark mark this one as not for ah uh, yeah <laughs> youth this one's consumption. going on explicit uh, on on the old <laughs> hide your kids hide your wives swearing at everybody <laughs> he's swearing at everybody up in here <laughs> all right uh, we don't really need to go over the valley rankings we talked about valley rankings last week. Jesus, um, there were only <laughs> there were only not while I'm drinking. <laughs> there were only uh, three valley games, um, and oh, I forgot I'm in a hotel the, room. I was shouting like that. There, <laughs> Illinois State, Missouri State won. Uh, Western Illinois lost. Um, so, yeah, valley standings are pretty much the same as before. Um, outside of that. Should we move on to uh, this week's games that we're looking at? Sure. And then we can talk about the UND game? Sure. Yep. Yep. Now I just got this fear in the back of my head that my neighboring hotel room heard that and thought I was an abusive husband or something. And I'm going to have cops <laughs> show up behind me. <laughs> That'll be entertaining live, huh, guys? <laughs> that would be fun. I would enjoy no. that. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I um, to do tomorrow. <laughs> so we don't have that many games this week to pick. Um, there are five Valley games, and then we've got one outside of that. Uh, the first Valley game is Youngstown State going to Northern Iowa. And uh, we don't have a spread yet. Obviously, we'll, we'll see those on Wednesday, um, and then we'll post our pick videos like we did this last week um but big game for you and i i mean big game for both of them honestly you and i needs to uh bounce back youngstown state needs to uh keep their um keep their uh record you know good enough for once they get to the meat of their schedule um so you know it uh if, if northern Iowa loses this game i mean their their backs are firmly against the wall um yep. if they're not already yeah and Honestly, if Youngstown State wants to be taken seriously, they have to win this game. Exactly. 100%. There it is. I was just looking for you, Y-Town. I was going to ask Chad to go way back and made that a lot easier, buddy. Um, hmm. Apparently, Youngstown State hasn't won in the Unidome since 1999. Holy God. That is that is tough. Uh, that's, a long, that's a long time. <laughs> a little... There. Chili for Willie down there, or what's the deal? Like, penguins <laughs> don't like the indoors, feel like you're in a zoo. That's crazy. Um, this would be the for penguins. This would be the time. <laughs> sharply dressed bird. Um, anyways, yeah, th this is the time they got to do it. Um, but then again, you and I will always, you and I, so they will, um. I and their backs are. I'm already, the wall already scared right? of the line, and no. But the problem is, is their backs aren't against the wall enough oh, for, okay. for the guaranteed you and I to come out. Mm -hmm. So Youngstown, and it's not that I don't think Youngstown couldn't beat them if the UNI's backs were against the wall. Um, 
I just don't want to pick the spread. That's going to suck out loud. Um, I do agree. If Youngstown State plays the way they did versus Ohio State, they've got a shot. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Um, but I would assume ninety nine. I would assume it's yeah. going to be close to a pick. I'm honestly, I would guess as well. That pretty much. Yeah. Um, by the way, speaking of the Unidome, uh, what what was the broadcast of the Sac State Idaho game? Like, I, I texted <laughs> out my my seven year old was next to me while we were watching. He goes, "Is this from the 1900s?" <laughs> because the first broad- off, ouch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the The quality of the broadcast wasn't the I don't know the camera quality wasn't great. The ticker on the bottom looked old school. Plus, it's in the Kibbe Dome, which yeah. just I don't know, just is old. And, I, uh, I know Idaho fans love the Kibbe Dome, and it's like a national thing to think it's cool. And I'm not saying it's not cool. I'm just saying I saw Sicko's committee was at the Idaho State game, and that just from the field views now that they had on the sidelines, that might be my one of my favorite FCS domes outside. Like if you can get past the high school basketball gym painting on one of the walls in the end zone, like <laughs> it's pretty crisp looking. It's a nice looking place. I do like the look of that dome. I do. Um, Arena, rev coming through the next, uh, game we got on the slate here is, uh, USD going to NDSU. I expect NDSU to be favored in this one by, I don't know, 12 to 13, probably. I bet they're favored by 25. That many? Yes. Oof, that'll be a tough spread to pick then. You're yes. probably right, but. Yes. That is, and USD this year with their pattern of not waking up until the second half. Yeah, good luck with that. That is, <laughs> that's not the strategy you want in Fargo. <laughs> that's going to be a tough one. Yeah. They're going to get, God, they're going to, it's going to be a baby seal clubbing if they come out low. That's actually a really good uh, betting advice is to take NDSU first half in this one, the first half spread, whatever it is. Yeah. Because they may not cover late, but especially if it's a big spread, but they will likely cover the first heads, first half spread if USD looks like they have the uh, the same as the other first halves this year. Um, what people come here for the the great in depth insight that we give people and the deep conversation. I mean, sometimes we're right. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm batting over five hundred. People should listen to me more. <laughs> Uh, then we've got Missouri State going to Southern Illinois. Um, this, uh, I'll be interested to see. Yeah, the Sakluki. Um, Southern Illinois is usually pretty good at home. I expect them to win this one. I expect that they're going to be a 10 ish point favorite. Um, yeah. you think they'll be higher than that, Brendan? Or, uh, hmm. you know, I think that'll be about right. It might creep up to. Th- 12 or 13, which I think would be kind of high. I do too. But I could see it doing that. Yeah. And then we have uh, an awful game. Um, This is a Sickos type game. Kind of the toilet bowl here of the Missouri Valley. Indiana State versus Murray State. Um, Although it'd be better if we could include Western Illinois and have a a three-way toilet bowl (laughs) there. But... uh, 
That's the only way the to make for the, the those three playing each other. The only way to make it exciting is to make all three of them play each other at the same time um, on the same field. On a triangular <laughs> field. Yes. Have three balls out there and just chaos. It, it would be like the figure eight racing of the football world. And who who says no? Just pick which one actually has a quarterback and play 500. We can take Western Illinois Stadium because they wouldn't probably care what gets done to it anyways. <laughs> add a foot, add a field going to, towards the away sidelines and then going up the bleachers. And let's just let it get nuts. Jim like Poppins NFL is blitz on cocaine. <laughs> I love it. Uh and then last but not least, uh, well, before that, we do have one non-Valley Gamer picking. That is uh, Idaho going to the awful red field uh, at, at Cheney, Washington, Eastern Washington. Um, this one, I think, you know, Eastern Washington is probably riding a little high right now. I think they'll come back to earth, in my opinion. I think uh idaho is going to probably be favored probably seven ish um and i think they win by a couple scores two or three scores honestly you know it's we'll see how x team handles the emotion of it you know i'm gonna probably have to go and peek at how did they how they did after the huge montana win last year if they had to let down that game or not because in Spokane, Ericini is a notoriously difficult place to play. Um, I don't know. I, I think Idaho wins, but I don't know if they win by a couple scores. I think it might end up being tight because it is in Cheney. It's very possible. Weird things happen on that ugly field. And like I, don't, I said, kind of a trap game. So I don't care what anybody says. That field is ugly. I think it's a consensus. You know. Though. Generally speaking, I am team colorful field. Uh, There are two glaring exceptions, and that's Eastern Michigan and Eastern Washington. (laughs) I don't love either of them. For what it's worth, after Idaho's big big win against number three Montana last year, they whooped Portland State Mm, 56-21. Portland State sucked. Well, just saying. You wanted to know, I told you. Which Portland Don't State home Portland State home of the most lopsided victories and defeats in the country. Have you seen that? They I did not know that. So they beat in their first three games. They played three games, right? They played that North American team and won like ninety three to nothing. What do you think their point differential was out of those three games total? Remembering they scored over 90 points in one game. <laughs> it was probably close to zero. It was three points. Yeah. <laughs> and now they just, who did they beat? Cal Poly, and they put up like 60 on them. I, that that team's on crack. I don't know what's going on. Uh, uh, Ariel, mentioned, Ariel mentioned the birthday cake. I'll take uh, UCA's birthday cake field over the red field uh, any day. I love That's, the birthday cake. Way better than the red field. I agree. Zach Zach says, I'm assuming you won't be down for a blue field in Brookings. Lots of hate in the red field. Uh, God, no. Uh, no, please. Blue field. God, blue no. Field. 
Blue and yellow field. Yeah, can we do the checkerboard the whole field? No, checkerboard the whole field. Holy crap. God, that'd be terrible. Do you know how many students would be doing shrooms and going to that game just to stare at the field? You'd kept it, it'd be easy for UPD. They just wait all day and they'd wander into the stadium and start staring at the field. Got one, they'd just snag him. Yeah. No, please no. Hopefully it never happens. All right. So now I that think we've gone through all that. Coastal Carolinas, though, because that teal is just it doesn't look great either, but I'll still yeah. take it over the red one. Well, I will yeah, and over that gray eastern Michigan. It, I just want to hit my yeah, I don't like, like I'm back in the 70s, like the colors yeah. punked. It does look weird. Uh, now that we've gone through all that, let's talk about the big game this week. SDSU having the Fox come into town. Um, was that better? Urs, you got to land the Urs. Like me, oh. the Fockers. Oh, all right, fine. So like Guy Fox? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Swear this... word if it's not a name. This game uh, is another one of those where, you know, you've got that mobile quarterback and it's always uh, just, a, you know, kind of a scary one for us. Um, it, you know, I don't I feel like a lot of people have a lot of teams have problems with mobile quarterbacks, but SDSU seems to have problems with them all the time, whether it's Schuster or Baker or Sluka or um, who did you and I used to have as a McIlvain or something? Yeah, well, um, yeah. he's down yeah. in Central Arkansas. Yeah, um, it, it's just always been a problem, and so that's going to be a huge key for our defense is containing Schuster. Our D line needs to play well, um, and our linebackers need to um, make sure he doesn't get loose. I will make the call that our D line gets at least two sacks in this game. Um, Boise State sacked Schuster six times, and so I expect us to um, rack rack up uh, two or three sacks this game. Yeah, getting pressure on Schuster is going to be huge. He's given us, he, just him himself, he's given us problems the last couple of times we've played. 100%. Him. It's just the reality of it. He's He, is, he likes to play against SDSU. Now we'll see. Uh, in Brookings this time with a full crowd. I'll be curious right. to see how they handle that environment, um, especially since obviously we even saw Montana State teams aren't ready because it's new for that environment and the level that – and I don't think most people realize what level that the Dana could get to when it's full and, and full throat. So um, – I do like that. Um, we've had times where we've had no problem blocking up their their goofy defense with all the blitzes and stuff, but there's times that we've struggled. Um, I do like our chances with that. Um, but for me, what I've found interesting, speaking of slow starts, I went and did some maths, so they're probably wrong. Um, here's UND's points per quarter on the season. First quarter, this is the whole season, the whole shebang. All three games added together. First quarter, average. how many points? I have an average for later. We'll we'll do the average second. I didn't do maths just to say stats once. So first quarter, how many points do you think they've scored in the first quarter in three games this year? 21. 10. Six. How many points do you think they've scored in three games in the second quarter? 10. 21. 27. 
How many points do you think they scored in the third quarter? 35. There's 25. emphasis on the third quarter. 56. Woo! Wow. Fourth quarter. How many points? 21. 20. 21. Yeah. Ben, Ben, you're the big winner. You won a crisp <laughs> internet high five. Way to go. Um, 56 points in the third quarter. That, I believe, without doing too close a math, that's more points than they've scored in all three other quarters combined. When do you think it's important to jump on them and be ready for them? Straight out so, of halftime. Straight out of well, halftime. That's when they're coming out on fire. So to they, average they it out, they're averaging two points in the first quarter per quarter in the first quarter. They're averaging nine points in the second quarter. In the third quarter, they're averaging 18.67. They're averaging three scores in the third quarter this year so far. And then they're averaging a touchdown in the fourth quarter. So they scored zero points. And now here's the other thing about that, because you have Drake factored in there, right? They didn't score any points on Drake in the first quarter. That's not a good thing. It's not good. It's not Um, good. I have good news. Start slow. I have good news. Guess how many points SDSU has given up in the third quarter this year? Uh, zero. zero. Exactly zero. Um, and- that's been a, a calling card for Jimmy Rogers is that he makes great halftime adjustments mm-hmm. and our defense just comes out and looks. Uh, I mean, if they hadn't mm-hmm. looked very good in the first half, they look lights out in the second half. And so. Um, yeah, I mean, UND is going to have to start faster than that. Otherwise, they're going to lose by a lot. Unstoppable force meets an immovable object. This love, Saturday, Saturday, Saturday in Dana J. Dykal Stadium. I love I love <laughs> Dustin's Dustin's reminding us. He's like, you idiots, you need to read your <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, Which, I got a little rapid yelling. I feel like fault. one of us is supposed to bring those up. And, it's presented uh, by Jackrabbit Central, our game preview. Uh, Jackrabbit Central, uh, your best place online in downtown Brookings and on campus, as well as in the stadium store to get all your Jackrabbit apparel, uh, gear, and anything else that you might want to be SDSU. They've probably got it. They've got onesies, footballs, bobbleheads, pins, stickers, buttons, flags, hats, banners, like behind Ben's head. Um Stop by Jackrabbit Central, and if it's a home game, and we must let and it just let's just say you're listening to some idiots talking on online on a podcast, just hypothetically, and they tell you that you need to go to Jackrabbit Central for your touchdown Tuesday. Um, just think to yourself, was it a home game? Because <laughs> if it wasn't a home game, <laughs> I hope you didn't does not I'll feel bad. <laughs> Because they don't do this on Tuesday on away games. That's our bad. That's our bad. Uh, we were pushing that hard after the Drake game. And it turns <laughs> out it's only that, after. Were we technically the home team, though? Turns out it's only after home games. Um, which, you can't blame them. Because the deals are so good on Touchdown Tuesday, they'd go broke if they did it every week. Um, so, definitely take advantage of those after home games. Next Tuesday, hit up Jackrabbit Central for sure because we're going to get all the touchdowns this weekend, and it'll be a lot of percentages off. Yes, and if you want something to do after or before the game, 
head down to our newest sponsor. We're running out of time. We gotta uh, get no, these I guys know. in. <laughs> we gotta get her done. Welcome to the uh, commercial break of the B team. Thank you for joining us. Please hang Do in. We there. run out of time. Is there really um, a time limit on our gonna, podcast? Well, I don't yeah. want them to be like we've went, at the, a, we've went one like, and a quarter, hey, bud. Go big, go blue, go jacks. Oh shoot. And Cubbies, they're pretty cool. And then it cuts off. Like, that wouldn't be ideal. <laughs> so, Cubbies is pretty cool. It's awesome. Cubbies in downtown Brookings is awesome. Their rooftop patio is awesome. Uh, Say I, you I can't get tickets awesome to the, the sold-out game. Where are you going to watch the game, Brendan? Go Cubbies. Yeah, go to Cubbies. Who are you going to watch? Not, not a better place At to watch Cubbies. the game. Oh, that, look. We're, see, we're making up for it. We've got a whole song they could have for a terrible TV ad that ends up on the internet and is famous we're gonna watch at cubbies that's so bad (laughs) they're gonna drop us in a heartbeat if they hear this uh no but seriously cubbies is the best place to go to if you can't get into uh the dana uh go to cubbies watch the game uh go to cubbies for the coaches show on Monday nights? Mondays normally. Yep. Monday, uh, Monday, Monday. They did, did they have one today? I don't no, they did not. They did. They showed up on my Jackrabbit app. Hmm. I looked and I did not find it. Not that you can listen to it on the Jackrabbit app, but it will tell you it's starting. <laughs> I'm not bitter about it. Um, but anyway, Cubbies is awesome. Uh, and it's great after the games, too. So. You know what's really good after a game, though? A butter burger? Cold oh, 50 butter burger. It is. 50 butter burgers are the way to go. Um, Culver's, you know what would be a great day? If you, if you get to Brookings on a Tuesday and it's touchdown Tuesday, you hit Culver's for lunch, you go to Jackrabbit Central to get touchdown Tuesday, and then you go to Cubby's for supper. That sounds like an amazing day. Um, but yeah, start your day off first at Culver's, get the butter burger, get the curds, get the rings, get the fries, get everything. Um, don't forget the custard and the Scoopy tokens. Thank you, Brookings and Watertown Culvers. Yes. And someday I'll get my Scoopy tokens. I want on a bet. Someday. How many someday. did you win? Three. Oh, okay. a butter burger. Oh, we're just I'm, throwing I'm, stuff in now. No, the butter burger was first. I insisted on three Scoopy tokens <laughs> oh, yeah. being added on just because Scooby I knew it would be annoying. Bad. And right. now I'm more invested in the Scoopy tokens than I am the Butterburger, to be honest. All right. Uh, Mike asked, what's on the tailgate menu? That's a good point. Tailgating... It's a little early in the week for that, Mike. Well, but like it's it. a good point. Tailgating starts at 9 o'clock on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a great day. The weather looks amazing. Um, come out to tailgate. I'm sure there'll be breakfast at some tailgates. There'll be lunch at other tailgates. There'll be a lot of good food, a lot of good times. Um, but... Back to the game that we were talking about. Um, we, uh, yes, we have to contain Schuster. We have to Belquist, uh, their wide receiver, yes. and he Mog. is really good. And he is a yak king. Uh, he's slippery. He's fast. Um, we have to contain him. Um, I would not be surprised to see him break one this game, just because he's that, that's just how good he is. I mean, he. He finds a way to get loose. Um, and so, yeah, we'll have to do a good job of that. Um, you know, you, you talked about UND starting fast. I think it's important for SDSU to start fast. Um, yes. You know, we last year at the Alaris Center, we that was a scary one. Honestly, I was Oof. I remember watching yeah. it on my phone and I was like, what is going on here? And until 
uh, it was either Gales or Lofton uh, had a pick six and uh, turned that game around. And um, it, it until then, it was pretty scary. Um, and and UND is the type of team that can do that. They can they can get up on you. They can and and they got the type of defense that is they just cause chaos. They're they got a different look. It's a three four. Um, they they blitz a lot. They stunt a lot. And so if you're not ready for it, they can catch you by surprise. Um, but after that last year, I I feel like Luhan is going to have something ready for that defense. Um, and I fully expect us to start off uh, pretty hot, um, especially after we didn't start start fast against Montana State. Um, and then the start we had against Drake even, um, you know, letting them score a touchdown right away. You know, if our defense is on the field first, I expect them to um, start off hot as well. So, um, I, you know, it's just I normally I would be worried about UND. I think this is a bad spot for them coming to Brookings, a sellout. Um, you know, there are there are times when we haven't come out of bye weeks well, but I feel like Jimmy is not going to let this team do that. Um, I think he puts such an emphasis on every single week, how important every week is that I just, I don't see a starting slow and I, I think we'll be fine. Well, that's the fun of it, right? It's a new team now. Like saying, well, we always come out slow, like, well, new coach. Exactly. What, what do we do? I don't know. Maybe, maybe right. we come out hot every, after yeah. every week. We don't know. It's a, <laughs> exactly. It's a, it's a whole new world. As they say in the little mermaid, there's a whole song about it. Yeah, one thing that I always see when we play UND is they always seem to have some kind of trick play. Or maybe it's just flashbacks from that game we went to in the Laris Center, Brennan. But, in the uh, spring? Yeah, when yeah. they had a fake punt. And the fake punt. The, it, it's just kind of their whole offense. There's a lot of misdirection, quick, get it out, get yeah. in your athlete's hands, get it out in space. Um, but I they think... do not shy away from trick plays, and I no. would not be surprised to see some here. I think we're going to see one. See the uh, special teams coach earn his money on this week. Well, to get real specific on the trick plays, I think that they take Quincy Vaughn, who's uh, used to be their like backup quarterback and is now playing tight end for them. Um, He still comes in and plays quarterback and on their goal line sets. Um, But I'm going to call that they try to get him a pass out of the tight end spot. Um, and so that'll be interesting to see, but he's, uh, he's definitely a, a force to be reckoned with at the goal line. Um, he's a, a bigger guy. They bring him in. Um, and I think he's got like seven carries for six yards and four touchdowns or something. Um, and so, yeah, they definitely know how to score the ball once they get into the the red zone, but, um, it'll be on, on our, on our defense to force him to kick field goals and keep him out of the red zone. I feel like Bubba's yeah. the only coach that likes trick plays as much as Jason Eck. So, yeah, yeah. Speaking of Jason Eck, trick plays and him being involved, anybody else see that Sac State trick play? Not to completely go way off topic. <laughs> did you guys not see that? that? I did sure. not. Oh my god, we we it was just it was a double reverse flea flicker pass. Screen pass, double double reverse flea flicker screen pass, which is 
a whole and bunch of words okay. in a line that I never in my life was like, those are going to be said by me all in that order someday. Um, but it was phenomenal, man. That was a hell of a play. That was really cool. Then <laughs> <laughs> uh, it worked like uh, it worked like a charm. It was awesome. I would love to see us steal that one. And I don't want to see Bubba steal that one. I would not love seeing that against us. Boy, that's got to be a long play to develop. Did they <laughs> it throw was... it back to the quarterback or not? So quarterback hands it off to the sweep motion. Mm-hmm. He hands it off for the reverse. Mm-hmm. And then at the quarterbacks backed up. And as he ran by, he tossed it back to the quarterback uh. who then went and threw the wide receiver screen out of it. And it, because it was developing so long, he had a wall of offensive mm-hmm. linemen over in front of him by the time he caught that thing. And it was, it was pretty sweet. Interesting. Um, back to the game that we were talking about. Um, yeah, bring was. up, bring up Jesse's comment. Uh, it was a while ago now. Uh, he said, "Guess who's Bach? Bach again? Bach is Bach." To oh. friend, um, had to. Had <laughs> it was to good until the one. end. Um, yeah, so it will be cool to see Adam Bach back. Uh, He's yes. a beast. We talked about him on last week's pod, how much of a difference maker he is. Um, and especially against a guy like Schuster, it's huge to have him out there. It will be interesting to see how much he plays. If he if they just unleash him and he's out there for the whole game or if they keep him on kind of a pitch count. Um, the Matt other guy, was alluding to that a bit too, that he's probably going to be on a pitch count. Yeah. Yeah. It, the other guy nice to see back is Jaden Yankee. Um, all indications are that he'll be ready to go. Um, and it'll be, you know, we haven't seen this team at full force yet. And um, it'd be sweet to see everybody out there, um, including Bach and Yankee, to get kind of the full force of our offense and defense all out there on the field at once. Yeah, and... Yeah, that will be awesome. I really want to see that get screaming. I would love to see the both the Yankees and Wildy out there. <laughs> that's that's what I mean. We haven't even seen that. Oh, yet. Oh. We may have like for a few they plays run trips. But... How are you going to cover them? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Go ahead. Double Jackson. Yeah. Do it. Pick one. Pick one. Do it. Yeah. It's uh, it's going to be tough for defense. I mean, once once they get clicking. I mean, it's going to be so hard to stop. I mean, not to mention our running backs. I mean, I, I think I do see Isaiah Davis having a big game in this one. Um, that's one thing against a, a 3-4 defense. I mean, they they do some weird things, but I do want to see our offensive line establish the line of scrimmage and open up some holes for our running backs um, because, you know, I think UND, I think, want, wants to get in a shootout. They they would like to have a high scoring game, um, and I think that we need to really establish a run, establish the time of possession, limit their possessions, limit the t- number of times that we need to keep track of Schuster. Um, yeah, and like Seth said, uh, yeah. Speaking of Bach, he got hurt in the UND game. I think it was the first or second quarter, um, and we had some problems containing Schuster. So um, it'd be pretty cool to see him back on the field in this one. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think I have anything to add to that. That was uh that was well done. Thanks. Outside of that, I don't know that we have anything else to talk about. 
I I would love to see us have a huge punt return again against someone not Drake. Yeah. They are known for their special teams being good too, so probably something mm-hmm. we want to make sure that uh, we put a stop to. Although somebody yes. said they only have like two punt return yards, so that's, that's historically something. maybe I should say not. Sorry. Right. Yeah. 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 That might be color colored by our fakes as well. Um but right. thank you everybody for tuning in. Right. Um yep. if you can do a solid, give it us a share on Facebook, on your Twitter, um, share the YouTube with your friends. Uh, we appreciate it. Word of uh, mouth is big too. Tell tell yep. people. Like, follow, subscribe. The bigger this thing gets, the better we can be. Or vice versa. Potato potato. Um all Thanks to everybody for tuning in tonight. Perfect. As always, go big, go blue, go Jacks. Jacks. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. We would also like to once again thank our sponsors, the Kubota Dealers of South Dakota, Culver's of Brookings and Watertown, Jackrabbit Central, and Colby Sports Bar and Grill. And as always, go Jacks.